Good morning. Good morning, good morning. It's a workable day in the neighborhood, y'all. Oh boy, oh boy. Namaste, good morning. Jazz musique, good morning. It is still a workable day. Hang on, I need to turn some lights on. Be right back. Okay, I'm back. Thank you for that. This is one of those days where you come running and skidding in. You're like, Wah! I'm a hot mess right now, y'all. Good to see you. Morning. Morning, morning. Hi, everybody. I hope that today is feeling workable so far. All right. For you first responders, meaning you people that are jumped in nice and early, bright and early, Yesterday, my human, very human question for you was about your opinion on should I do an undercut, 360 undercut, and shave all around the bottom of my hair. And it was really interesting um, because when I later reposted this session, people didn't watch it, but saw in the description that I asked about shaving my head and everyone jumped to the conclusion that I was pulling like a angry Britney Spears. Um, so that was funny to me. Yesterday, I still haven't cut it, as you can see, now it's just dirty. Um, good morning, good morning. So here's my human question for the day. Are you all aware of those little like stickers you can now put on zits? I think one company has a funny name called like zit stickers, which I just think is hilarious. Are you all, does workable require a shower? Absolutely not, Debbie. But are you all aware of the little zit pimple stickers I'm talking about? Yes, no, anyone? Well, I am. And I think the funny thing is, I almost want to say I got them as a gift in a gift bag at a yoga festival. Okay, good. At least one person knows what I'm talking about. Okay, so there's a, you guys don't. Oh my goodness. Well, then let's have a little moment of education in case this is interesting. So there are these newfangled invention. Yeah, giveaway at Wellspring. Thank you. Oh, Melody, thanks. Yes, exactly. That's exactly where they were. So they were a little. They were in the gift bag or something like that. And they're these little clear stickers that they put some kind of you know face acid in, and then you put the little zit sticker on top of your zit. Duh. And then, you know, I think the idea is that you wear it when you go to bed and then whatever that little acid is goes in and clears out the bacteria and, you know, eventually reduces the zit. So I, um, <laughs> you know, I think I, they just kind of sat there for a while. Maybe I didn't have any zits and then, you know, got one like on my nose or something like that. And I was like, oh, hey, wait a minute. I got those zit stickers. And yeah, you know, so I tried them out and I have to say, I, I didn't personally notice a huge change, although Melody just said they're game changers. So anyway, here's the thing. I kind of wish they were like purple or rainbow or something because, and they're clear. And I guess the idea is that you could just keep wearing it, but it is like shiny. 
So if you forget that you put it on at night and then you get up and I don't know what, maybe you just don't even notice it. You go out into the world and you still have it on. And you know, maybe that's fine. Maybe that's fine. But um, I almost rolled in with a zit sticker on my nose right here this morning. Uh, and then just at the last second, the light hit it and I was like, oh yeah, and I took it off. But it reminded me of a time during teacher training. Um, I, I don't know, I, I, maybe I felt extra pimply, but I was kind of like, hey, you know, if one is good, then five is better. And I had them like all over my nose. And so then the next day I thought I'd gotten them all off and I was teaching the whole group of people and I kind of like my hand grazed my face and I felt it still on there. And I had to sort of casually while I was still talking about, you know, well, and then the yoga sutras and then somehow peel that thing off. And then I couldn't just like walk over to the trash. So I had to like roll it in my fingers for another hour of lecture. So that was a funny thing that almost happened this morning. This has been one of those like scramble mornings. Like I said, I, I feel like I slid into home here, uh, coming onto the cushion. So let's take a collective breath, shall we? Let's take a collective breath. Zit stickers removed. Hmm. Place your palms on your thighs just for a second. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Hold it in. And exhale out your mouth. Let's do one more of those. Deep breath in through your nose. Hold it in. And let it out of your mouth. I still owe you a chat on how breathing impacts your autonomic nervous system. I still have it logged. Um, but that's not what I wanted to chat about today. What I wanted to chat about today is this. So I, one of the things I, I, I said yesterday, I felt like a role that I felt comfortable with during all of this was to provide opportunities for you to stay awake. And part of that includes certainly cultivating constant awareness to how you feel so that you yourself can make wise choices about how to care for yourself on any given day, how to sustain your capacity for staying awake. That's what we talked about yesterday. So part of staying awake though is noticing how you feel, right? Staying awake is noticing how you feel. And I wanted to highlight something that many of us could be experiencing. And I was experiencing it this morning, which is why I wanna talk about it today. This is like a real world example of how awareness impacts your ability to move forward on a day by day basis, moment by moment basis. So I had one of those nights, uh, I probably was having weird dreams and dreams, as much as we like to say sweet dreams, I find that super ironic, sweet dreams. You almost never have sweet dreams. At best, they're not disturbing and weird, right? There might be elements in them that you like, like in your dream, you're in a cool place, but often they're weird and sometimes scary, disturbing or whatever. So I suspect, though I don't have a conscious memory of it, I suspect that I was having weird dreams last night. Then my husband's been working on a tech-related project 
and his computer, which is our house is very small, was beeping at all, like starting at 0400. And so then I was trapped about that. Then I'm awake and then my mind went to some, some negative thought. I, I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but this is kind of the point. And then I started to witness myself, it, after a little while though, I started to witness myself kind of focusing on every negative thing that was going on and then Pearl Jam just postponed their European summer tour. So there goes that thing that I was sort of slightly holding out for. Do you know what I mean? Where it was just one thing after another. So I wanted to share what this is called so that you could identify it in yourself. Because I feel like once we can identify and label something that's happening, first and foremost, now we have some control and power over it, where it's like, oh, I know what you are, you're this, and then do something about it. So what I believe I was experiencing, and you may too, is called negativity bias or negative bias. And it's interesting when you have kind of this power of, you have the ability to witness your thinking mind. This is what we do every day, neighbors, in our sits, is we recognize that there is your thinking mind and then there's your witness level of consciousness. And from that witness level, you can observe what's going on. Like, hmm, interesting. And that's what I was, I was simultaneously participating in this negative cascade and eventually woke up to the witness and was like, oh, look at what you're doing. And so this is what I'm sharing from today. So what happened is, okay, so let's say what is the negativity bias? The negativity bias is thought to be a result of evolution and is where your mind hyper focuses on the negative, or you could say at the least, focuses more on negative things that have happened or are happening or will happen. Is that familiar to anybody? So our mind tends to focus on those things more. And you're like, well, bummer, what about love and light? Well, then it's interesting to unpack why. Why would we do that? Why would we do that? And it's believed that it's a result of evolution, okay, because those beings, those people that were more aware of things that you might label negative, scary, dangerous, risky, you know, all that, those beings were more likely to survive. So I, I love that movie called The Croods, C-R-O-O-D-S. If you've never seen it, this is a great time to rent it. The Croods is all about this shift from being, you know, that kind of prehistoric caveman mentality to more the modern world. Anyway, I digress. What I'm getting at is, let's say back in those days, and the dad is like this, right? The dad in the, in the it's, a, it's a cartoon, uh, is very focused on all the negative and he's got all these protocols. I kind of relate to him. But he's an example of like negativity bias, right? Where he's hyper-focused on all the things that could go wrong or that are going wrong or that are risky and dangerous. So on top of that, this is interesting, I believe, neuroscientists, people who study your brain, neuroscientists have identified that there is greater neural processing around negative stimulus. 
So like your brain lights up more when it's processing something that we would label negative, dangerous, scary, you know, things like that. So it's, it's understandable then on uh, the evolutionary level, on the neural level, like on the level of your brain itself, uh, we tend to process and light up more uh, with around negativity. And so here, because we are like spiritual scientists, we're like, oh, interesting. Okay, so this is part of know thyself. I might start buying in or fully participating into what to me feels like this negativity cascade. Do you know what I'm saying? This negativity cascade where it starts with one thing, the beeping computer, right? In and of itself, the be or, or actually I think it was a dream that I can't remember, but do you get my point? There's the dream I can't remember that must have been shitty. Then there's the beeping computer. Then Jeff has this weird thing when he's dreaming, he starts semi-talking, not like full words, but you can tell he's having conversations. And then you're just like, ah! And then you get up and then you're like, and, and I still can't file for unemployment as an independent contractor, damn it! And then, and then Pearl Jam cancels their tour. Da-da, 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 da-da. I mean, this morning, I was, it was like, uh, you know those amusement park, the flume rides? That's, I was like, wow, negativity! You know, just going down like that until that witness level uh, was like, look what you're participating in. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. This negativity bias cascade Y'all, and I, I, the cascade word is mine, so you know that may not be completely accurate, but that is what it feels like to me, that flume ride, right down the negativity bias chute. Um, it's incredibly draining, is it not? It's draining, and it's profoundly upsetting. And it's really difficult for us to move forward with this idea of workability, or God forbid, even a little positivity, when we're riding the negativity bias flume ride, when we're on that cascade. So this is why the awareness piece is so essential. I've shared with you why like scientifically and evolutionarily, we're likely to participate in it. So for goodness sake, don't beat yourself up. You're, you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it like you're wired right? You're doing it like you're practiced. So it's like, okay, right? It's all right. But we need to be aware so that we can get off the damn flume ride, you know, because I could, if I didn't, if it weren't for my neighbors and my stoop sit, I probably would still be in it because there was just no shortage of negative shit to focus on. Right? I could have stayed on that flume ride for the better part of the day until I just got exhausted. So instead, I'm like, oh, I am witnessing the negativity bias cascade. I am riding the negativity bias flume ride. You know how they take a picture on the flume ride and people are like, ah, it's just like that. You're like, ah, negativity. So what do we do? What do you do? What do you do? Well, I think you all know, because this is what I've been talking about every single day since what, March 16th, is awareness is essential. The awareness piece is essential. From the level of your witness consciousness, Vinyana Maya Kosha, the onboard observer, 
that has to be present and strong. It's in there. You just have to acknowledge it's in there, right? And that has to be a real belief that you are able to witness that. So from that fourth level of your consciousness, you observe that whole negativity bias cascade happening on the third level called manomaya, the thinking emotional level of your consciousness. And then we can do things like reframe, pan out. That's another feeling, right? That you go and the whole world now is negative and shitty, right? Am I right? Right? So for me anyway, and I'm just sharing from my personal human experience, I've got to change the frame. And for me, that feels a lot like pan out, pan back out. Okay, 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 okay. You know, like I'm getting all pissed off about I can't file for unemployment because, you know, this independent contractor, it's new. I'm pissed because I'm, I'm you know, I'm worried, I'm scared, you know, whatever. But when I zoom out, it's like, and I try to think about how complex this must be because it's never been done before. Independent contractors have never been able to file for unemployment. So you've got to have, you got to think about something that's never happened before. And that probably takes more than two weeks. You know what I mean? That's like a silly example. It's not really silly. It's real. But I'm just saying for me, that's an example from my, the soil of my life today. You have your own, right? So we, we get real tight. You got to like pan out. You apply awareness. First, be aware that you're participating in the negativity bias cascade. Then pan out. Try to change the frame. Make it bigger. Change the angle. Whatever it is, right? Then I think it's important that we disrupt the pattern. Disrupt the pattern. That cascade is like a chain. It's like, I've got to disrupt that chain. And for me, it's so beautiful that we have this because this totally disrupted it. I talked to my husband about it. I was like, oh yeah, this is what I'm doing. Uh, I did a little exercise, you know, that helped. Um, but I had to like, stop, disrupt the pattern. And that means do something else. And often I think that should be something that we do that that is... Uh, pleasurable you know if you enjoy cooking go make some pancakes if it, you know what if, if that feels great uh, maybe you need to like go outside get some vitamin D maybe you need to exercise a little maybe you need to I don't know what make it have another cup of coffee uh, whatever it is whatever it is that's the part that's uniquely you I can't tell you what to do but just you gotta stop the cascading chain and then another thing is given our wiring you know, like I told you that we light up more in negative experiences on the level of our brain. I think it's really important that we work hard every day to be more present in those moments that we might label as positive, like to savor them a little bit more. I think we can all agree that there's really being present and then there's kind of being partially present. And so we could look at like, Okay, how often am I deeply participating in the negativity bias cascade? And how often am I deeply participating in the positive experiences? Whether it's the taste of something wonderful in your mouth, 
whether it's your heart beating because you're doing something active, whether you're engaging in something creative, whether you're getting or giving a hug, whether you're here, do you know what I mean? Speaking of hugs, we haven't done our hugs. Oh, let's do our hugs, let's do our hugs, hugs, hugs. Do you know what I mean? This is disrupt the pattern, disrupt, disrupt. Here's your big hug, 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 disrupt, right? Disrupt that cascade. That's what I got for you today. That's what I got coming right from the soil of, I, I just got off the flume ride myself where I could only see some crap that was happening, right? But just like I'm suggesting to you, I applied my practice, right? Awareness, onboard observer was like, you are riding the negativity bias flume ride this morning. Look at that. Then reframed and panned out, then disrupted the pattern. Disrupted the pattern. And then right now, I'm savoring this. I am savoring this. I am lighting up as much as I possibly can on the level of my brain and all the rest of me right now so that this imprint is in me, you know? Not just the imprint of the negativity stuff that I was hyper-focusing on this morning. More hugs. Mm, 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 mm. So with that, let's sit so that we may cultivate the awareness that will allow us to notice when we're participating in this negativity bias cascade so that we can then pan out and reframe, break or disrupt the pattern, and then choose intentionally to savor a positive experience. It's all about balance, all about balance. All right, let's sit neighbors. Please turn your palms down on your thighs. I'm a little spazzy and hyper this morning. I am witnessing that in myself. So just take a moment to notice your whole self. Remember this is a collecting and gathering of very valuable information. This is telling me right now how I should shape my day so that it provides opportunities for balance. Balance to however I just woke up. I'm not making apologies for my negativity bias, but I am being proactive about it. And then witness your body in the space that you're in. What do you feel on the level of your body? Warm or cold? Do you feel dense or light today? Somewhere in between, some combination. And feel all the points that your body is in contact with that which is below, that which is supporting you. And root down with commitment to the present moment into that support. Feel the contact points. And from your commitment to that support, feel yourself rise up. Witness yourself rise up through the crown of your head. 
top of your shoulders, bridge of your nose, roof of your mouth. And witness the physical example of your fortitude, your back muscles contracted, engaging so that you are upright, your abdominals toning inward to support that telescoping of your spine. And then go deeper and observe your breath. Such an indication of what's going on internally on the deeper levels. Just noticing your breath tells you so much about deeper down, further down. Is your breath shorter today, sharper, slower, longer? No right answer, no wrong answer, just the answer. It's data, very helpful data. And go deeper, the energy of the day, of the moment. What does it feel like? Does your energy feel sharp and swift? Does it feel languid and dense? Something in between, some combination. Go a little deeper, third level of consciousness, Manomaya Kosha. This is what I've been talking about today. It's on this level that we experience things like a negativity bias. Now you also, though, experience it on the level of your energy, your breath, and your physical body. Well, let's see, what have those thoughts been? Hmm, look at me. What have you been focusing on today? What have your biases been? How homogenous have your thoughts been or how diverse? Here we can be proactive. What emotions have those thoughts contributed to? Which emotions are present today? Can you be clear about how they may have come about? Why? And then go deeper. Witness consciousness. Vinyana Maya Kosha, the onboard observer. Mm. This level of your consciousness does not participate in negativity bias or those cascades that I talked about. But it is from here that you can observe that happening and take the steps, be aware, reframe, change your perspective, pan out. Break the pattern, disrupt it. 
shift where that third level of your mind focuses. This is always in, in you, always there. Just sometimes drown out by everything that's going on on the third level. We have to make space for it every single day. As if saying, oh yes, there you are, that is me too. Go a little deeper, Ananda Maya Kosha, the level of your consciousness, always experiencing bliss. Not fake bliss. Bliss that comes from the fact that I'm alive again today. My true nature. And then deeper to my sweet, sweet soul. This part of me that is indestructible. Come what may. Invested in life. Invested in union. And invested in manifesting the divine gifts that are uniquely mine. And then pan out and witness your whole self. And see with compassion, my neighbors, with compassion and a tender heart, that you can be absolutely participating in the negativity bias cascade of the day and be deeply invested in union, bliss, life, wisdom. You can be all these things at once because you are magnificent and complex. See your wholeness here and now you're never stuck in one thing or another. There's no right way, there's no wrong way, just the whole way. See every layer of your own being, your own consciousness. May seeing it in ourselves support us relaxing around our process of evolving and be more compassionate towards others. They too are whole and complex. May we celebrate the resources we have to see that in ourselves and in each other. Not everybody does. Please place your hands together in front of your heart. 
With this gesture, we dedicate the merits of our journey, every little bit of it, but maybe especially these mornings that we come together in community on this virtual stoop to share in our sameness, to celebrate our uniqueness. And then we sit. We sit in the spirit of know thyself, thy whole self. So that we may be the changes we wish to see in the world and cultivate compassion. May we teach others by our living example. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Peace, peace. Namaste. Thank you, neighbors. Thank you, thank you. Sorry if I was a little intense. Not really sorry. Sorry, not sorry if I was a little intense. That's the real me. That's how I rolled in. I had an interesting morning. Lots to observe. And um, I hope that there's some benefit to you from sharing about that. Um, like I said, this practice of knowing thyself um, is some of the most beneficial work we can do because things like negativity bias impact how we relate, how we relate to life, to each other, to ourselves. Do you know what I mean? So it's a lot. Um, and knowing this, I think, helps us be more intentional about how we show up in the world. That was not intentional, but it's also understandable. Right now, I get to shift into being more intentional. So thank you for that. Thank you, thank you so very much. I hope that your day feels extremely workable. Um, let's see, maybe tomorrow we have some Q&A. How about that? We'll do a little Q&A tomorrow. So anything you wanna ask, whether it's something you know what, that I would label deep, like we talked about today maybe, or light, like zit stickers or anything like that. Uh, so if you've got anything that you would like to bring to the stoop, please do. And uh, otherwise, I'll be thinking about you and holding you in my heart today. Let's give some more parting hugs. Mm. <laughs> I'll be thinking about you and holding you in my heart today. Also, we didn't sing, so let's do it. I was obviously very intense this morning. It's a workable day in the neighborhood. A workable day in the neighborhood. Negativity bias be damned. Won't you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Thanks, y'all. Thanks for holding space for me today in my attempts to hold space for you today. I appreciate you. Have an absolutely glorious, workable day. I'll see you on the stoop in the morning, 9 a.m. mountain time. And uh, we'll do a little Q&A. And then of course our sit. All right, I heart you. There's my heart. Meep.